This podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung, and Bunwurrung, Bunwurrung peoples, sovereign lands that were never ceded. We pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Can We Talk About It podcast, a podcast dedicated to talking about the uncomfortable topics and conversations that we try to avoid both with friends, family, and in community. I'm your girl, Charmaine, or you can call me Charm, and I have my special guest host, Adam Watt. Hi, Dee. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited for this podcast. Uh, I'm so excited for what our listeners are going to hear. Um, and all of the special guests we're having on. Yes, I'm still looking forward to this. I am so intrigued with some of the conversations that we've had with some of the guests. Um, And actually to kick it off, AD, well, why not let people know, well, who you are? Who is AD? Mm. So AD is trying to reclaim her name back to a Dunwood, which is a (laughs) a whole story of its own. Um. But I am a South Sudanese woman. I am a sister, a daughter, a friend, uh, a community member, leader, um, if I do say so myself. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I love the media space and, you know, being able to use media to narrate and to be the leaders of our own story. Um, so I love doing a lot of work with that and helping young people within community as well um, understand the craft of, of media and um, how they can tell their stories themselves. Um, and yeah, I think that sums me up. Um, and I will throw that question right back at you. Who is Charmaine? Well, uh, Charmaine is Charm, who is trying to reclaim her childhood and get back to my authentic self, so hence the name Charm. Um, I am a curator. I am a leader. I am a friend. I am a a loyal friend. I am inspirational. I'm not an influencer, but I am influential. I do impactful work within the community. I also do impactful work within my own career spectrum. I am passionate about demystifying status quo, changing the narrative, and in any way that I can help people, um, companies, communities to be able to change the narrative and be in control and have the power to re-identify themselves, I'm all for that. Mm, I myself have been a victim of um, all these narratives of labels. So I guess that's where sort of my passion sort of comes from. And yeah, I think that's me in a nutshell. So basically a badass. (laughs) (laughs) 
Love it. Yes. And I am, I will claim that. Yes, I am a badass. I'm definitely going to be claiming that too. <laughs> yes. So um, I guess we need to tell our listeners where this inspiration came from, you know, how it was sparked. We both live, you know, in Australia. I'm hoping this podcast is heard worldwide. So yes, they are shout out people. Australia. They're black people in Australia, people. Just letting y'all know <laughs> Believe we it exist. Or not. <laughs> And I think for, I don't know, the wider world, um, US, UK, France, wherever that there's a concentration of Black people, they've been around for a long time. They've created their own culture. They've created their own narratives, whether good, bad, or in between. There's nowhere that's perfect. But I feel like Australia is in its infancy Mm. when it comes to the whole multiculturalism and uh, accepting black people as part of the fabric as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, these people just living in the white man's land, which it is not. And we will discuss that more later on, I guess. Um, so for me, what this podcast really means is giving Australia this opportunity, this door, this platform to tell the world who we are, to validate each other in in being black and in our black experience here in Australia and coming together in solidarity and, you know, sharing our burdens and sharing our challenges and sharing our successes all, all in one fell swoop, all in one space. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to definitely agree with you because I mean, first of all, Australia even denies the black history that it has. Mm. Um, So let's start from there. Um, So the fact that, you know, Indigenous First People Nations are not even acknowledged uh, in the land that which we live on is already an atrocity. And that's why there are sentiments of people thinking that Australia is a very white country. Yes, it may be, it may appear white, but it very much has a black history that is never acknowledged. And it's only of recent that people are now starting to learn more And it's actually quite sad. And it makes it even more complicated uh, when you are an immigrant to this country, um, as I am, um, coming from Zimbabwe, been in Australia 10 years. Um, And then when you come here and then you try to then make a life and then you have that complex navigation between navigating your own culture navigating living in a Western society and then navigating that Western society's complex history with black people on this land. So, so many things, you know, so many nuances, so many intersections that impact our everyday lives. And sometimes you feel like you're going through something on your own, but you don't realize there are actually a whole lot of other people that are going through the same situation. So that's the purpose of this podcast. People sharing mm. their African Australian experience. Um yeah. Yeah. There's even an extra layer of complexity in terms of like us young people. I'm gonna call ourselves young, all right? Yes, I am that. young and I am <laughs> <laughs> um you know and being progressive and kind of moving away from our traditional culture. Mm. A lot of us are first generation. So a lot of us migrated here um, in places like the U.S. or the U.K. or whatever, there's two, three generations in people who were born, you know, in the country who just that's all they know. So True. we've got this like foot in both worlds and mm-hmm. we're trying to navigate that as well, which I think makes it even harder. So this podcast also talks about not just the black 
experience or the black challenges of being in Australia, but the challenges of being black, you know, Period. in your own community, <laughs> within yourself, you yes. know, in trying to understand yourself and your own identity and, uh, you know, being okay with it and, you know, not following the grain and things like that. So that's what I'm most excited about, not just about the challenges, but some of the conversations we don't have amongst ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So much to talk about. So much to talk about. Yeah. And I think it's good that we clarify that when we use the term African-Australian or Black, we it's an, just an overarching term that is inclusive of all Black communities. So that is Afro-diaspora, African heritage diaspora, African-Australian, um, african um American, basically yeah african american caribbean caribbean everything or even just purely african because i i very much know that there are people who are in australia who don't necessarily call themselves african um, australian yes. they're just african but we incorporate all shades colors types of black in religions. our conversation all of yes all of it. So <laughs> this is an inclusive space. Um, this is a safe space. And you will hear a lot of our guests being very vulnerable about their experiences. Um, and I hope you too can also listen to these stories with an open heart and an open mind. And maybe learn a few, you know, strategies on how you yourself can navigate your own life. Mm. Because um, yes. that is though uh, the ultimate goal is just so that we all just learn how to be and to exist, um, you know, unapologetically as well, yes. regardless of all the complexities, the nuances, the intersectionalities, um, to just let you know it's okay to be you and you don't need to be anything else or anyone else. You are enough as you are. That's it. So, yeah, we encourage you to lean into the uncomfortable, you know, instead of shy away from it. We encourage conversation. We want to hear how you're feeling. Yes. You know, we want to know how you're feeling. We want to know if you got triggered or whether you had a breakthrough. You know, yes. Some of these conversations do my freaking mind. <laughs> I right? need a therapy a couple of times, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, let's keep this short and sweet and, you know, get our listeners to tune in to to these amazing conversations we're about to have over the next few weeks. Yeah. Well, actually, before we do wrap up, I am curious, AD, what was one time where you had a very difficult conversation and an uncomfortable conversation and how did that go for you? Mm, so many uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> so I consider myself quite alternative. Mm-hmm. Not just in terms of being black and being a bit strange um, in the lens of my community, but just in general, I'm a bit of a weirdo and I've always, always accepted that. So I have many uncomfortable conversations and sometimes I look within myself and I'm like, am I wrong here for feeling how I feel? Am I, am I a bad person because I don't resonate, you know? Mm. with with my own cousins or or whatever um so i've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations i think one i'd like to mention is with my mother mm -hmm. so okay so a lot of africans would know that alcohol slash drugs but alcohol let's say is a big taboo 
especially for girls, right? Like mm-hmm. in the African community, it's supposed to be this pious woman who is preparing her body for babies, you know? So you're really clearing that temple um, and things like that and, and learning how to cook and be meek and blah, blah, blah. So the conversation around alcohol, especially since Australia really prides itself on its alcohol culture. Mm. It's so normal. Yes. So having that, being in that in-between place was really huge. And I had to just bite the bullet and have those conversations with my mother as much as she freaking hated it. I used to tell her, I'm like, mom, either I sip on some wine at home and go to sleep or I go sit at the park with some strangers and get really, really (laughs) drunk because I don't feel safe at home. And then you don't know what's going to happen to me. She didn't understand. She, she's like, you can't talk to me like this in my own home. I'm like, I'm just being (laughs) legit. I'm being for real. Like, what is it that you want? This is a part of our lives now. I'm sorry that I'm not the perfect girl that you want me to be, but this is where we're at. And so we had to have those conversations several times, but I reckon we have built a friendship because of that and a closeness mm. and a trust that a lot of young people don't have with their parents because they just simply don't feel safe. Mm. So it's, that's, I mean, it sounds like a small conversation or or topic, but that was a really huge deal breaker um, or a gate opener between me and my mom that really brought us closer in, in life. Amazing. Well, what I hear you say is you manipulated your mom to make you drink. I gave her an ultimatum. It's either I drink or I drink. Like you get to choose the place though. Oh gosh, I love that. But yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you have to then just, you know, lay the terms in that way as uncomfortable as it may be. But I'm glad that the outcome was a good outcome. Um, And, you know, now you have an amazing relationship with your mom and you're able to have more uncomfortable conversations with her without feeding the tension. I mean, the SEX situation (laughs) will never be a comfortable conversation to have with your parents um Look, so there's some things that you just you just, <laughs> just leave it alone it's hard but I'm interested to know about you and your experiences yeah so I've always been having uncomfortable conversations because I was born out of an uncomfortable situation um because I was a child of a teen mom uh to teen parents in the 80s in Africa in a Christian mm. society so, yeah, that was double, triple whammy. Yes, <laughs> very much uncomfortable and complicated. And it only, what even made it more uncomfortable is that my father was absent. Um, and again, that's more uncomfortability. And then growing up, being raised by my grandparents, and then later on by my um, my mom's sister, because my mom was always in and out and trying to manage her life well essentially what she didn't have a uh, uh, she didn't finish school because she got pregnant so Mm. she was trying to make her life for herself you know whilst also trying to take care of me so obviously she needed that space to be able to do that and so her mother and her sister created that space by taking care of me so again more uncomfortable um, conversations so I've always been a curious child I've always asked questions and they've never really been addressed 
to my satisfaction. Africans <laughs> so, don't like answering questions, all right? Exactly. Especially to children. They're like, who the hell are you? And then we grow up all damaged and and, and stuff. And they're like, what happened? <laughs> exactly. So obviously when growing up, you'd start seeing, you know, how your situation is different to other people's situation. And then when you then ask questions, you're told, you know, you shouldn't ask those questions or they just completely just brush over it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've always been having uncomfortable conversations and I probably would say one of the biggest uh, uncomfortable conversations that I had is when I then decided, so I decided that I'm going to look for my dad because no one was giving me much information. It was just an a whole hush-hush situation. Mm. And I just didn't understand, like, why is everyone being yeah, so secretive about on? this? Exactly. What really happened? What is what is something that people aren't telling me? Because clearly I just felt like there's this big cloud above me and I just couldn't understand what it was about. And so when I then addressed it with my family, first of all, I didn't tell them that this is the journey that I'm embarking on. Like you, I told them, well, this is what I've decided to do. I found him. And so this is how I'm going to do it. Mm. So it's either you're with me or you're not with me. Yes. And that has been a sore point till this date. Still, um, still to this date, Damn. it's a challenge. It's an uncomfortable conversation. It unfortunately caused friction. It unfortunately caused tension and rifts that are still that still exist within mm. my family dynamic. And yeah, um, it's been, it's been a journey, uh, but we'll unpack that in the episodes. Okay. Yes, we don't want to yes. give everything out now. No, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy that kids are dismissed the yeah. way they're dismissed, you know, but mm -hmm. we are literally products of our childhood. Everything that happens to us as a child is how we see the world Mm -hmm. And how we, you know, navigate the world as adults. So it's like the most crucial time. And yep. yet it's, I don't know, the most dismissed time of someone's life. It doesn't make sense. Well, something that I have learned now, AD, is with how our parents grew up, it's also about context. Mm. Because if I think of with my my parents coming from Zimbabwe, they grew up in a colonized country. So they had to be protective and they had to be secretive because you speaking up could get you killed. Yeah. Yeah. And so unfortunately that then was ingrained in them and that's what they imparted to us because that's all they've ever known. If I think of my grandmother, she grew up in a colonized country. She doesn't know what uh, a free country looks like it's only in later on in adulthood adult life that she then got to experience what a free country is like and she got to experience it through her kids but again for her she would have imparted those knowledge learnings coping mechanisms survival yes. skills yes to her children who then passed then on to us and unfortunately because we then because we're often termed as born frees we were then raised in a free country, but with the mentality of a colonized environment. Mm. I love, I love everything you just said there because, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I even get wrapped up in talking about the negatives, the negatives, the negatives. You're not letting us do this and blah, 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 and you're limiting us. But we never stop to acknowledge where our parents and the older generation came from, that, mm. that surviving 
state. Yes. You know, and they say surviving is, you know, it's connected to your root chakra and root chakra is way down the bottom there. There's so many things that you need before you feel safe enough to then start thriving. Mm -hmm. And so now we're in this space, this opportunity, this generation where we're trying to thrive, but we've forgotten and we've lost sight of what our parents went through to trying to get us here. Yeah. You know, so love that. Love that. And we're here to break some cycles, guys. Yes, we are. Generational cycles are going to be broken. We are going to be unlearning and relearning new coping mechanisms. We're going to be thriving. We're no Mm. longer in survival mode, guys. We're now in the soft life, in ease. Yes. And I wish everyone to live in such an environment because even regardless of what is happening on the outside world, we are very much aware that racism exists, both at an institutional, personal, professional, all types of levels. Mm. But regardless of that, we can still thrive and have ease in our lives. And Peace. that's why we want to be sharing these stories so that we get to learn how other people are doing it. And we also want to know how you have been unlearning and relearning and reparenting yourself mm. um, as you navigate life as an adult. That's it. Oh, <laughs> we can sit here and talk forever. I know, I know, <laughs> but we can't. We can't do. We can't do all the. You know, give all, everything away yeah, in this first yeah. episode. That's why people have to listen more because yes. that's exactly the vibe that we're going to be having in these conversations. Exactly. I mean, and by the end, yeah, we're really going to know who. Charm and a Dungwood are, and where our hearts are at, and where our minds are at, and how safe the guests feel with us, which is still yes. mind blowing. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored, honestly. These conversations are honest. And when I say honest, I mean there's certain things that people are going to reveal that they've never revealed to anyone. Um, and yes, it is going to be uncomfortable, but I promise you, stick with it. There is a lesson at the end of each of the episodes Mm. and we will share our own insights on what we've learned from the experiences and i'm absolutely grateful for all the guests that uh jumped on board on this project and were willing to share their experiences because again you know we're all interconnected Uh, if i hurt you're hurting Mm -hmm. and it's important for us to heal together and to live in harmony ubuntu I am because you are. Yes. And so let's all heal together. Let's all learn together and let's all thrive together. Like the sky is big enough for all the birds to fly. I think there is space for us to exist as we are. We don't need to change ourselves or adapt ourselves. You're just enough as you are. And I wish someone had told me that when I was growing up. Mm. I mean, I really feel like breaking into song right now, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> this is very inspirational stuff. <laughs> let's leave it at that and um, let's get into the episodes. Yes. Yes. All right. See you at the end, everybody. <laughs> Keep up and interact with us on our socials by following us on Instagram and Facebook at canwetalkaboutit.au or subscribe on our website at canwetalkaboutit.info for all the latest promotions and upcoming events.